0: Hi, you're listening to... Yeah, it can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka.
1: Let's get started.
0: Here's Doug with the IMDB Synopsis.
1: Season 2, Episode 8. E equals MC. When Allison puts a newly hired but criminal genius in Jack's care, he's less than pleased. But then an accident in a lab causes most of GD to lose their smarts and he may be the only one with the solution. Creators Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia. Written by Bruce Miller. Directed by Tim Matheson. Original air date, August twenty eighth, 2007.
0: Thank you, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and I'm here with my co-host, Doug Gramley, for Season 2, Episode 8, E equals MC. Squared. Squared. Well, actually, it's E equals e MC. equals
2: MC, dot, dot,
0: dot. Question mark.
2: Question mark,
0: yes. Right. Okay, so what's that mean?
2: I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, I think because of them kind of forgetting stuff and that silliness disease or whatever
0: they're calling it. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. This episode gives us the first appearance of Zane Donovan. We have the Big Bang, and we have a dumb virus. So instead of a computer virus, this time we have a dumb virus. So this episode begins with the FBI capturing Zane Donovan. He seems to be a criminal computer hacker, and later Allison comes in to take him to Eureka because he's also a particle physicist. Apparently, this is the way Eureka gets some of their people. Yeah,
2: they have a, a recruiter, yes, that goes around and looks for these types of people that have these abilities or this knowledge and, and makes a pretty good living out of it. I think they charge 20000 to recruit Donovan.
0: Right, and this guy's name is Sam Lovejoy. So, of course, GD recruits a criminal to work for them, and they immediately hand him over to Carter, and now he's Carter's responsibility. Yeah, so he was hacking something. I guess he was stealing some money from the government, and he got caught. That's when they were able to recruit him. So the FBI released him to this Lovejoy guy. So they bring him into Eureka, and it's now Carter's problem. Right, as always. And he doesn't like him right off the bat. No, and I can't blame him, you know. He's been in this town, but it's probably been close to a year. And as many bizarre things that happen in this town, I mean, this has to be one of the bizarrest. Now they're recruiting criminals. Right. Then you have to wonder how many other criminals are living in Eureka that we haven't heard about. Right. So Carter is in charge of Zane, and it's funny, Carter gives Zane the, I don't know what you call them, the zapping bracelets. They're like
2: these tracking bracelets that would basically track his movements and act as like a taser almost if he gets out of line or if he tries to run away or something they they would zap him Lupo suggested that so they have him locked up in the sheriff's office and somehow he manages to hack the bracelets and use them um, as a way to order a whole bunch of stuff online on Carter's account
0: well yeah he, he hacked the remote that time the TV remote to order all the stuff. Oh, is
2: that what he did? Okay.
0: Yeah, he hacked the TV remote okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. But he, he did some, he conned Joe later on into explaining how the locks on the bracelets worked later on I, in the oh, show. Okay. And then he was able to hack the bracelets to get it yeah, off oh. of him. He's a genius, obviously. Yeah. And th- when he first walked into the sheriff's office, as soon as they left, he had the handcuffs off. So I imagine he could have been out of there a lot sooner than when he did finally escape.
2: Yeah, I think he was intrigued to see what this whole thing was about.
0: Carter takes Zane to GD, and we find out they're working on some Big Bang project. Carter's concerned, but he always is. But Zane is also concerned, so you can kind of guess that this is kind of serious. And once again, this is another project that once it gets going, you can't shut it off for the whole 24-hour cycle. So, you know, that's going to be a problem. Right after they leave GD, Carter takes him to Vincent's for Chicken Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Zane is a vegetarian, so he wasn't going to eat the chicken, and he described the chicken's living conditions so graphically right, yeah. that... Yeah, which everyone kind of knows about that, but turns a blind eye
2: because chicken is so tasty. But yeah, it is a little disturbing when you think about it. And, and the solution at the end of this, episode
0: was no better in, oh. my, in my opinion so he describes it so graphically that carter doesn't eat his chicken yeah and later on he's getting a lecture from sarah for eating pork rinds because you know he's starving he didn't have lunch right and zoe comes in upset That's that brutal. jasper was going to ask her out but he didn't because she's the share of his daughter So, I guess she's a typical 16-year-old, you know, one minute she loves Eureka, the next minute she lives in a crazy town where her father's a sheriff and everything's his fault again. Yeah. There wasn't really much to that scene. So, we move back to GD, and Henry starts to show symptoms of something. He's not paying attention.
2: There's like a number countdown or something on this doomsday, not doomsday, um, big bang. bang device, and I guess if it drops below a certain number, that means the containment field failing or something so they have to keep an eye on it to make adjustments and Henry is was he were watching wrestling or something
0: yeah he start he was starting to blank and question himself it just seemed like he was tired but then yeah then he flipped on the wrestling
2: yeah starts laughing and then just really not acting like himself
0: so of course that's going to be a problem when carter goes back to his office he discovers that zane had used the remote like we said earlier to order all the stuff over the internet all on carter's account and after carter leaves an order comes in for joe from liza's lingerie yeah which is kind of important to remember for later yeah now carter's really angry So he goes back to ask Henry if this guy is really necessary, and this is when he finds Henry watching cartoons. I guess he decided he was tired of wrestling, and he moved on to cartoons. And this is when Carter notices, like you said earlier, that the gauge number was below 200, and he remembered that they said that was going to be a problem. He goes to find Allison and tries to explain to Allison what's wrong, and we discover Allison is obviously affected. She's also
2: acting the same way, yeah.
0: And Nathan, apparently, is affected as well. Well, we really don't know. He kind of almost seems like the same until he says, pull my finger. You know, then Carter looks around and sees everybody, you know, playing. So he knows that everyone that has anything to do with this project is not going to be able to help him. Right. My favorite scene in the episode is when he goes back to try to explain to Joe that there's a dumb virus. Yeah.
2: Okay, what do you mean they're stupid?
1: I mean stupid. Like, like, uh, stupid, stupid.
0: Carter, you can't catch stupid. This may be my favorite conversation of all time. I love that scene. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's my favorite scene in the whole episode. Carter says, don't worry, we can handle it. And Joe explains to them, well, it's not always them that handles it. Sometimes they get help from Henry. Sometimes they get help from Nathan or Allison. It's not always just them that solves the problem, so yeah. she wants Zane to help, and he didn't react like his snarky self, he reacted like he was afraid to touch it. He's already a criminal, all he needs to do is touch it and do the wrong thing, and what are they going to do to him? Well, they'll probably all be dead if he did the wrong thing.
2: Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't trust him. He doesn't trust that he's going to do the, the right thing, and, and Carter kind of thinks that Zane had something to do with it. Yeah, when they brought Zane to the facility, he was kind of messing around with some stuff in the background. You know, to our knowledge, he was just kind of looking at what they were doing and taking some notes or whatever. But Jack thinks that Zane, as a joke, was tweaking the experiment a little bit. And I guess somebody said that maybe the B access radiation could have caused the dump virus.
0: Right. Somebody, and I think it was the, what was her name? Dr. Glenn, one of the few people that isn't infected, except that she's a vet. They called together all the people that weren't affected. And yeah. one of the people said something about particle radiation or, or or that you would need a particle physicist to mess with the project. Yeah. I mean, some random person just couldn't go in and mess with it, which gives Carter the idea that Zane did something because he's a yeah. particle physicist. So he's got all these people working together to try to come up with a reason and a cure. And another scene that I thought was hilarious Carter's in the middle of this chaotic situation, the world's going to blow up, and he gets aggravated with two people not playing Marco Polo the correct way.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Marco, Marco.
0: <laughs> but he gets so annoyed with him, like, jeez. Marco, Marco, Marco,
1: Marco, 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 Polo. Why Polo, the game is Marco, Polo.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh, Zane escapes from the jail cell because he kind of yeah. cons Joe, tricks Joe into telling him how the bracelets work. It occurs to Carter to call his mother instead of you know tracking all these places that he would have looked up on the on the computer, and he thinks to call his mother and and finds out that there was a cabin close by that they vacationed at when Zane was young.
2: Yeah
0: so he yes he finds zane there
2: carter is blaming zane and zane comes out and says why would i sabotage that it's a beautiful experiment and it's going to do you know such great things for science and everything and i think that you know that's where carter realizes that this kid being a pain in the ass that you know maybe he does really genuinely Believe in the goodness of, of what they're doing
0: at Costa right. We don't know what turned him into the criminal that he is, but you can see that science and this kind of work is important to him. He just, for yeah. some reason, feels like he doesn't fit in anywhere and doesn't want to fit in anywhere, which is pretty much, you know, a facade. But when we see Nathan and Allison at GD, apparently Nathan's version of the dumb virus is talking like a surfer dude. Yeah. Everything he yep. says. Is- <laughs> was in surfer dude accent (laughs) that's awesome I know hey where is everybody oh Connor had me send them home
2: something about a um, chaotic um, something or another
0: (sighs) is that the thing I helped build
1: yeah I remember something like that you okay
0: I'm not
2: even. Can't give a thought in my head for like 10 seconds. Car's busted.
0: Nothing to do. And again, of course, Allison and Nathan bonded through this whole experience of being dumb together. Yeah. So Carter gets Zane back to GD, and they re- figure out that they could build a containment field, and whatever those bracelets were made of... They could use to build a containment field around this big bang and another funny scene when they were all standing in the lab while trying to find a solution and henry turns around to carter with this face like he felt so horrible yeah and like it just occurred to him that this is how carter must how feel feels all, all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah love- that was uh, that was good
0: <laughs> uh, that was kind of like the aha moment yeah the, uh- the episode it was it was funny i love that there was a lot of good moments in this episode so zane figures out how to fix the project and he you know saves it from exploding but then nobody's getting better so the project was not the cause of the dumb virus right so carter and dr green was that her name i keep calling uh glenn glenn go back to vincent's Actually, Carter goes to Vincent's and talks to Henry, and Henry mentions something about what Beverly did to Kim. He always seems to slip up when there's some kind of whatever affecting his mind. Yeah. But Carter can't get him to elaborate on elaborate it. Elaborate further, yeah. Yeah, and Henry just at, says, you know, you, you're pretty smart. You, maybe you could look into this. Sam Lovejoy comes back with a astrologist, right? Yes. And Carter and Dr. Glenn realize that Sam is also affected, and Sam wasn't there for the experiment. He was only there on Tuesday. Yep. And maybe it has something to do with the chicken. Carter didn't eat the chicken because Zane grossed him out. Zane didn't eat the chicken, and Dr. Glenn is a vegetarian. So they go to the chicken ranch.
2: Yep. Now, let me ask you a question. At the chicken ranch, there was one chicken, and... Is that a chicken or is that a rooster? It looked like a
0: rooster to me. You know, she kept calling it something, so maybe it's some type of chicken. But yeah, I thought it was a rooster too. I was a little confused. I'm always a little confused when I watch that. But, you know, I'm not an animal person and I could be wrong. But it did look like a rooster to me too. Maybe that's where they get the stem cells from. I don't know. I want to say this is the grossest thing I've ever seen. And I think Carter says exactly that. When they go into the barn... And it's just yep. all the chicken pieces. That yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, that really That's bothered it. me. Yeah.
2: It did. Yeah, I mean, it was just a barn, a row as far as you could see of just chicken breasts Ugh. or chicken thighs that were like vacuum sealed in plastic and had tubes going in them. So right, they were pumping them with these hormones and stuff. And this person at the farm was apparently is a huge chicken lover. Right. But, you know we've <laughs> we've had we've been around a couple of those
0: and Um and her whole thing was that they don't
2: now they don't have to kill the chicken that they're just growing the parts of the chicken that they that they want to eat. But apparently growing chicken breasts without having the chicken brain along with it makes people dumb because it's lacking a certain type of hormone or enzyme
0: or something. Yeah, they called it GABA, but I'm not going to even try to tell you what that meant. Clone chicken parts from stem cells they called it meat with no brain but this lady is one of those people who thinks if something's labeled organic it's good dirt is considered organic yeah you know you're not going to eat dirt and all she kept saying is well it's organic she's one of those people who just think that if it's marked organic it's good for you period yeah she didn't check into anything she didn't check how one thing would affect another everything was just organic and it could be fine So, Dr. Glenn has to make a cure. She's concerned because, again, this is in her area of expertise. But she's able to make a cure. Allison and Nathan seem to have bonded again, just when we thought that was over with. Zane is allowed to work on the um, Big Bang Project as soon as Nathan's done reading all the data. And Carter figures out that the money that he hacked at the beginning of the show from the government, I think it was... Yeah. He gave anonymously to this Mrs. Spadaro. This is someone who used to who gave out scholarships or awards, which Zane was the recipient of when he was young. And uh-huh. I guess somebody somewhere along the line stole all her money, so he, she wasn't able to give the award anymore. And Zane I, apparently has been looking, trying to figure out who took her money for years. He said, if I can't figure it out, nobody can. So with the money he stole from the government early in the show he donated that to Mrs. Spadaro so she could continue to give her grants or awards. Then we're back to Zoe. I know she's a teenager, but I think they could have written her a lot better. And I've always said some of her dialogue is ridiculous, even for a teenager. You know, it's just ridiculous. She just says ridiculous things, and I know it's not teenager ridiculous. It's kind of just ridiculous. Yeah. So in this case, you know, she was all upset about this Jasper not asking her out because she's the sheriff's daughter, so... She takes whatever Carter said to her the wrong way and decides that she's going to take matters into her own hand and and ask Jasper out or make the first move with Jasper. So in front of Carter, she goes up to this Jasper guy and says, my dad said it was fine that she could go away for the weekend to his parents' beach house.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. I mean, it's a kid who's trying to take advantage of... uh... Right, but he's sitting right there. Did well, she, yeah, I mean, she could have been a little about
0: it. Right, did she really believe about it? that he was going to think that she could do that? He's sitting right there. I could see her sneaking to do that. That's a regular yeah. kid thing to do. Walking up to some guy in the middle of a restaurant while your father's three feet away, saying, my dad said it was fine. Why would she even think her dad would think it was fine? I don't really, she's a genius, but I... Oof. I don't really understand where her thought process is or what the writers were thinking when some of the things they came up with for her. Some of the dialogue they came up with for her. There's no reason for that scene.
2: Now, yeah, does something happen with Zane in the future? With
0: her and Zane?
2: Yeah, or is that always Uh, just Joe and
0: Zane? No, 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 yeah. But she's older. She's not a minor. That was just kind of a throwaway scene, and I don't know, I guess it was probably just to get Zoe's character in there.
2: Yeah, they, you know, she had that, uh, I mean, really, that whole thing could have been written out.
0: Yeah, it, we didn't need it. it. So we're pretty much at the end of the episode. Did we skip over anything that you wanted to talk about?
2: No, no, I think, uh, I think that was it.
0: So we will be back for season two, episode nine. I can't remember.
2: Uh, episode nine, it's, Sight uh, Unseen.
0: Okay, Sight Unseen. So thanks for joining us. you will see you later. All right. Yep, bye. Bye. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for Season 2,
1: episode nine, Night, sight I sing. Goodbye now! Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page, yeah, that can't be good, at facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch, or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean, If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at Gmail. We would love to hear from you.
0: And we're now also available on Google Play.